0: Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnahs Kaliim, Tess, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. And today's Mishnahs are being learned by Nishmas Maris Miriam, Sarah Basser, Yaakov, Meisha, Harnish, Shammash, and and Beschos, Rachol, Basavar, and Danielia's sponsored by Rachol. They should be bench with Zerah Shal Kayama, bekar of Mamish. And now in Tess, we're moving on to talk about Kilei Bagadim, otherwise known as Shatness, which we know as the Isser of wear and clothing, which is wool and linen. Now we're going to learn about some more specifics. Mishnah Aleph tells us Ain Asam Rishum Kaliim. Ella, Tzemer, upestem, The only Yisr of Kilayim, the only Yisr of shotness is Tzemer and Pishtim, wool and linen. Now, what type of wool are we talking about here? Very important to note the type of wool that's Usher because of shotness is sheep's wool and only sheep's wool. We're going to see later on in this Mishnah and later on in the parak as well, different types of wool that are not sheep's wool that do not have an issue of kilayim. Now, once we're talking about garments made out of wool and linen, the Mishnah continues with a few halachas, The only types of clothing that could be considered ben benigayim, we know that saras can appear on clothing, so the only types of clothing that could become tamay with saras is clothing that's made out of either wool, or linen. Another halacha, The only types of clothing the Kahanim wear in the Beis HaMikdash, when they're doing avodah is clothing of Tzemer and Pishtim. The Mishnah continues, Camel hair and sheep's wool that were mixed together. Says the Mishnah, If the majority over here is camel hair, mutter, so then it's permitted to mix linen inside. Because we look at the tzemer rechelim, We look at the sheep's wool as if it's buttle, as if it's not really there. We don't pay attention to the tzemer rechelim. We don't pay attention to the sheep's wool. We only pay attention to the tzemer gemalim, to the camel hair. However, if the majority over here is the sheep's wool, usr, so then it's usher to put linen inside. And the Mishnah says, even if it's 50-50, Usser, it's still user to mix linen into this, that's because the majority is not camel hair. The Mishka includes with the opposite as well, v'chein ha'pishton va if you mix linen and hemp together, the same halacha would apply. If the majority, or even 50% of it, is linen, so then it would be user to mix wool into this. However, if the majority over here is the Kanbais, is the hemp, so then it would be permitted to mix wool into this. And continues, Hashirayim. Shirayim does not mean shirayim. It does mean leftovers that you get at the Rebbe's tesh. Shirayim means silk, meshi. And shirayim, which is meshi, which is silk, is very similar to linen. Va kalach. Kalach is some sort of other material, which is very similar to wool. And Bahamishum kilaim. There's no kilaim issues. So, Midharaisa, a person is allowed to make a garment of wool and silk, or linen and kalach. However, the Mishnah tells us, Avalasurin Mipnei Midra banan, it's usur because of Marasa'ayin. People don't necessarily know that this is silk, they think that it's linen, because silk and linen look alike. So therefore, because of meyer a person is not allowed to make such a garment. The mesh continues, hakarmak vaksasas, mats and cushions that are made out of kilayim, they're made out of shotness. There is no shotness issues, a person is allowed to sit on this mat, or this cushion, which is made out of wool and linen. As long as his flesh, as long as his skin isn't touching them, that means either he has to be fully clothed, or there has to be some sort of cover on top of this mat or this cushion, and it would be permitted to sit on this. Now, it's because they suspect that a thread or a little bit of it is going to wrap itself around the person, then it's going to be considered like he's wearing the kilaim, like he's benefiting from it, like it's on him. So midr it would be also to sit on such a mat or cushion, but midr raisa, the Mishnah says it's permitted. The Tana of this Mishnah continues with something which is very Hummer, and we're going to see that this is different than the Tana in Mishnah Hey. This Tana holds, Ein aray There's no such a thing as Arai for shotness. Meaning, you can't put on shotness even casually. You just want to try on the suit and see how it looks on you. You just want to wrap yourself in the blanket to see if it's soft. You're dressing up for perm, you want to wear it as a cape, just for a second to look at yourself in the mirror. According to this Tana, that's usur. Even casually, it's usser to wear kilayim. Not only that, says the Tano, one is not allowed to wear kilayim. he's not allowed to wear shotness. even if it's on top of ten garments. He's wearing three undershirts, three shirts, three sweaters, two coats, and on top of that, he wants to wear kilayim. That's Asr. And even if he wants to evade taxes, they used to charge people tax per piece of clothing that they were bringing in. Imagine you're coming to visit Eretz Yisrael, they open up your suitcase and they see how many pieces of clothing you're bringing in, however many pieces of clothing you're bringing in, you're charged tax on that. The only clothing one doesn't have to pay tax for is the ones that they're wearing. So this fellow has a great idea. Why don't I just wear all my clothing two suits, three shirts, four coats, and then I won't have to pay tax for any of it. Says this Tana, even though he's doing it to evade taxes, he's not trying to benefit from this Kilaim, he's not trying to be Oivus Isar of shotness, he's just trying to save himself some money, that's user. And as we said before, this is different than the Tana in Mishnahe. The Tana of Mishnahe tells us that there are certain circumstances a person is allowed to wear Kilaim, a person is going to be allowed to wear shotness. But we're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Gimel and Dalid. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.